Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Melissa C., and I am a recovered compulsive overeater from New York. Today is Monday, July 31st, 2023. And today we are reading from the big book, and we are on page 97, first paragraph, never avoid these responsibilities, through one paragraph ending with, occasionally you will have to meet such conditions, and we'll be reading that one paragraph only. Today's readers are, for the 12 Steps, Carolyn S.H., the 12 Traditions, Danny P., readers of the text are Nancy P., Susan H., and Kathy F. is our understudy backup. Newcomer greeter today is Leah S., and the second hour host is Tamara C. Reference numbers for Sunday, July 30th, in an awesome special edition. The reference number for that was 20,488. That's 20488. OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose. OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. <clears throat> At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Carolyn S.H. to read the 12 steps. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning, Melissa. Thank you so much for your service this morning. I'm Carolyn S.H. I'm currently recovering, uh, recovering compulsive overeater in Massachusetts, um, the 12 steps of the Overeaters Anonymous. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, 
were entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. And thank you for letting me do service. Thank you, Carolyn. I will now ask Danny P. to read the 12 traditions. Good morning, Danny. Good morning, Melissa. Thank you so much for your service. Good morning, Vision. This is Danny P. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Brazil. So here are the 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God, as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous, except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such have never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. 10, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues. Hence the OA name would never be drawn into public controversy. 11, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need to always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, film, television, and other public media of communication. Twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you for letting me do service. Thank you, Danny P. Okay, how our meeting works. 
Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. <clears throat> Excuse me. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. And today, we resume our study of the big book. We're on page 97, first paragraph, never avoid these responsibilities through one paragraph ending with, Occasionally, you will have to meet such conditions, and we'll be reading and focusing on that one paragraph only. And I will now ask Nancy P. to begin reading. Good morning, Nancy. Hey, Melissa. Good morning, everybody. Uh, Nancy P. recovered in West Newton, Massachusetts. Never avoid these responsibilities, but be sure you are doing the right thing if you assume them. Helping others is the foundation stone of your recovery. Kindly act once in a while isn't enough. You have to act the Good Samaritan every day if need be. It may mean the loss of many nights' sleep, great interference with your pleasures, interruptions to your business. It may mean sharing your money in your home, counseling frantic wives and relatives, innumerable trips to police courts, sanitariums, hospitals, jails, and asylums. Your telephone may jangle at any time of the day or night. Your wife may sometimes say she is neglected. A drunk may smash the furniture in your home or burn a mattress. You may have to fight with him if he is violent. Sometimes you will have to call a doctor and administer sedatives under his direction. Another time you may have to send for the police or an ambulance. Occasionally you will have to meet such conditions. Um, Melissa, you'll time me, please. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so the right thing to do is to share a message of depth and weight. And I have spent, or you know, we as collectively, those of us that are um, recovered, have spent uh, weeks and or months learning that message and figuring out under the guidance of our own sponsors how to implement that in our lives. So I need to share the truth as I know it. Um, and there is nothing before helping other people. I used to, you know, grudgingly... Um, volunteer to sponsor which, with no recovery, still in the food, and then be bored when all they wanted to do was talk about their problems. And I got whipped into shape pretty quick by my sponsor when I finally decided that I'd had enough of everything and I wanted to really recover. She um, was about as cuddly as a brick wall and about as friendly as a grizzly bear, but she was an excellent sponsor and she knew the book. And I really believe that um, Step 12 knits together the steps into an eternal circle so that it, the first 11 steps prepare me to work this step and this step allows me to work the previous 11. I was an, a violent, rude, mean, nasty person under the influence of food and under the in, influence of abstinence only with no spiritual recovery. So 
if someone, you know, I am, frankly, I don't know about anybody else, but I'm thankful that I don't have to administer sedatives or call ambulances or, you know, I, I, in the age of Zoom, I haven't even met any of my sponsees. I don't even know what they look like. And, um, you know, I go to meetings, phone meetings and Zoom meetings and um, no face-to-face meetings. So my, um, my help that I give other people is strictly because one of a message of attraction rather than promotion. And they come to me and, um, you know, they have all kinds of problems and the, I seek counsel from others and I have learned from that. And, you know, it says in Bill's story, one of my favorite lines in the book is that I would have the elements of a way of living, which answer all my problems, answered all my problems, not solve, just answer them. Like here, this is what I can offer you. I can offer you a way forward and I can assure you that you're not the only one that's had these terrible problems or this, these awful feelings. And, um, you know, this, paragraph refers to the third part of step 12 practice these principles in all my affairs my job is to offer you know love and compassion and kindness to other people that's my job and that's what i want for myself um and so i have lived these past five and a half years i have lived this life of joy and light and buoyancy and i tell people yesterday i got on the phone i talked to two newcomers and um one of whom was really in a bad place and i i I was so thrilled to tell him that he's not that far away from where he needs to be and i that was a wake-up call to me that i'm not that far away from where he is so it's incumbent upon me i must do it i have to work with other people always be carrying the message always be practicing the principles always be ready to do so that's to do crazy. so with, yep, with um, always be ready to do so with my own sponsees, and it all starts in one place. Say it with me: surrender, surrender, surrender. Thank you for letting me share, and I'll pass. Thank you, Nancy, for getting us started. Okay, so before I begin to take names, I'm going to remind you that our meeting has many participants, and in an effort to hear from a variety of voices, we do ask that you share no more than every third day. So specifically, right, if you shared Friday or Thursday of last week on any of our meetings, please hold back so that others may share. And who would like to share? Kelly S. Kelly S. Roger V. Okay, I got Roger V. There was someone else. That was Teresa P. Barbara E. Rick J. Um, Teresa. Rick J. Make sure I didn't miss anybody. I got Kelly S., Roger V., Barbara E., Teresa P., Rick J. Did I miss someone? got room for another couple of people this first round. Mm. No? Okay, so we're going to start. We've got Kelly S. followed by Roger V. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning. Thank you, Melissa, for your service. It's Kelly S., Recovered Compulsive Eater and Bulimic in Oklahoma, Kelly with an EY. Um, so grateful to be here. Um, I really wanted to share on this paragraph um, because um, <laughs> service, uh, uh, 
carrying the message um, is so important. And um, <clears throat> it says never avoid these responsibilities. Never avoid these responsibilities. But be sure you are doing the right thing if you assume them. Helping others is the foundation stone of your recovery. The foundation stone. Bill uses so many different construction analogies through this whole book. And I love looking stuff up. And so I looked this one up again, and I was just amazed um, but not shocked. Um, obviously, the definition, it says that a foundation stone is the first stone it's set in the construction of a foundation. All other stones will be set in reference to this stone, thus determining the position of the entire structure. So, wow. Wow, you guys, when I read that this morning, I was like, that's crazy. It's basically saying my entire, you know, this entire program, my entire new way of life is going to be based on me helping others, right? And it says helping others is the foundation, not, you know, not more meetings, not a better food plan, um, not even other forms of service, helping others. So that's, that's what I wanted to share with you guys when I was reading this paragraph is one of the things that got me into relapse is that I got away from that. I was doing all kinds of other service. I wanted to go, oh, I'm doing service, right? I'm doing service. Um, you know, I was doing meetings, I was leading things, I was doing workshops, I was sponsoring in a sense of having people call in and check in with me. Well, that's not working with others, right? It says working with others. And I love it because um, one of the things in Bill's story back on page 15, it's like one of my favorite pages because I go back to it all the time. And he talks about um, that when all other measures failed, work with another alcoholic would save the day. Not more meetings, not a better food plan, not more podcasts. That's what I wanted to do through work and self-sacrifice with others. You know, I have to carry this message. You know, I always say, why does that have to be the solution? You know, I always share with you guys, why does love and tolerance have to be our code? Why does intensive work with others have to be the solution, right? Because <laughs> this is a lot. You know, it's not the way I want to do it. So I just like, when I look at it, it's like love and tolerance is my code. I don't have to like it. But that's my code, right? What works when nothing else does? It wasn't that I got away from 10 steps, because yes, I did. But it tells me right there, when, when all else fails, intensive work with others, not more 10 steps, not knocking them. Those are important. I'm just telling you, Bill was weighed with self-pity, thought he was going to drink. He didn't do more 10 steps. He did intensive work with other people. So whether I like it or not, that's part of the solution. It's the foundation stone of the rest of my recovery. With that, I pass. Thanks, Melissa. Oh, thank you, Kelly. Great timing. Um, next up is Roger V, and Roger will be followed by Barbara E. Good morning, Roger. Good morning, OA family. Melissa, thank you for taking the meeting. I'm Roger V in Koreatown of Los Angeles. Uh, Nancy P., thank you so much for leading us off. Um, is it odd or is it God? I looked at the clock. It was 4 a.m., and I said, go to vision. When, when all else fails and you can't sleep, go to visions. Um, you know, I was taught um, by a guy who had a lot of time and a lot of money. And he said, you know, service is not always convenient, but service is its own reward. And, you know, I was last night, um, probably why I can't sleep at my men's group. We meet once a month. And there's one couple there, well, it's men's group, but a couple of wives come. And, you know, um, this husband and wife sat on the couch like they always do. And they basically um, use their bellies as armrests. That 
And, you know, we were supposed to start the, the prayer started the thing at, at, at 5 PM, but these people were so into the desserts and I just went in the other room getting ready for, for the prayer time. You know, um, today I'm placed in a position of neutrality with the food. I don't have to have the cheesecake or I don't even know what they had for dessert. Oh, I saw some kind of bun cake, but you know, it's like, it's been pointed out, you know, when all else fails, working with another will save the day. You know, one of my sponsees called uh, as I was driving out to these people. Um, I checked with another one in the morning. When they don't call me, sometimes I call them and say, hey, I haven't heard from you. What's going on? But the idea of prospecting, you know, I might be the only big book that somebody gets to see. All these people know I'm in program. And, you know, like we we talk about all the time, I don't have to wonder what will my genes fit? Won't they fit? You know, um, I, I just, I love the freedom that OA has given me. And, you know, at 70 years old, I hear all these guys and women share about, oh my gosh, I've got high blood pressure. I've got X, Y, and Z. You know, I don't have any of those issues, probably because I'm abstinent. You know, I don't like going out to restaurants because, you know, what I notice is they use so much salt and I like my food, which is my abstinence. So I love working with others. I love carrying the message. I like being an example. And, and that's, that's what the 12 step is about for me. It's like carrying the message because it's a program of attraction today. You know, I eat differently. I act differently. God equipped me to, to carry the message because he's rewired my brain, my heart, every part of me. I'm not the man that walked in here four and a half years ago and thank God for that. So I'm great. That's my time. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you guys for paying a 12 step call on me. I'm Roger and I'm out. Thank you, Roger. Thanks so much. Um, next up is Barbara E and Barbara will be followed by Teresa P. Good morning, Barbara. Good morning, and Melissa, thank you for your service, and Nancy, thank you for your opening share, beautiful as always. Well, I am a recovering and recovered compulsive overeater from New Jersey, and you know how after a baby has finished his bottle, you put him over your shoulder or across your lap and burp him? I won't do that for a sponsee. I will drive someone to a meeting I will stay on the phone with them as they walk through the supermarket. I will take calls even when it's inconvenient. I will be a loving witness as together we walk through the steps. But as a recovered compulsive eater, I will call them on their bullshit because I've tried that myself. So I will be loving but honest. I always try not to give advice unless asked for it. I will try not to fix someone or to remove anyone's pain, but I ask my sponsors not to lie to me and expect me to accept it as the truth. I will not let them take advantage of me or exploit me or use me as a therapist or marriage counselor. I'm not remotely qualified to do that. I won't lecture someone or try to be someone's higher power just accept them where they are at the moment. I won't tell someone they're a failure because we all sometimes fail, 
but when the going gets rough, I will ask, ask that person to call me or another member. And that can often be hard to do as we're addicts and slaves to our compulsive nature. But it is vital that we be humble enough to ask for help. Because I'm an addict, I will lie, cheat, and steal someone's time and say I'm fine when I'm not. I will stop sponsoring and say that I am. I will stop going to meetings and say that I am. I will stop doing service. I will stop doing 10 steps. I will stop avoiding foods that I'm addicted to. And where did that ever get me? Back into relapse. So I have to treat my program as necessary for my survival. So I ask a sponsor, are you desperate enough to surrender and accept things that you are being asked to do, though you might be skeptical? I remind them that our disease is deadly, but we don't have to die because of it. It's our choice. Twelve steps to freedom. Helping others is the foundation stone of my recovery. And I can't play the Good Samaritan once in a while. I have to do it every day because that's how I'll stay recovered. So thank you, Melissa. Again, this is Barbara E., a recovering higher power. I pass. Thank you, Barbara. Thanks so much. Okay, next up is Teresa P., and Teresa will be followed by Rick J. Good morning, Teresa. Hi, this is Teresa P. from California, gratefully recovered uh, compulsive overeater uh, by the grace of God in the program of Overeaters Anonymous. And uh, I never thought I would ever say I'd be grateful for this disease. Well, I didn't know a disease. I always kept wondering, what is wrong with me? Uh, you know, why do I act different from other people? I saw them walk away from food. And, and I couldn't. You know, you walk away from it, I'll eat it for you. Just, just I watch it. <laughs> and today I don't have to do that. And that's because I get to work the program of Overeaters Anonymous. And, it's, you know, working through the steps, especially step 10, 11, and 12, and follow of course, is service. And the service is, you know, it's the funny thing about service. I, I, just, get, I just get to be human. You know, I know I need to do these things, but sometimes I just don't want to. And But when I do them, I'm happy. You know, I have never been on a call, uh, done an only call that hasn't, you know, hasn't helped me. And that's one of the things I do with my sponsees or the people that call me is I thank them for helping my recovery because that's what they're doing. And... What I and I, I do like to share with uh, to keep in touch with um, the sponsors that have gone through the steps because I know that I need support and uh, and and what I give is I get to share is my experience, strength, and hope. And I love that the big book is I'm a big book guide. I don't have any answers. I always go back and look at the big book and it says you know be of service and. And it's and it's true because it it works it works for me, and I not only get to be of service to those uh, uh, compulsive overeaters, but I also get to do my part with, you know, in in community and well, especially with family, 
And, you know, and I can't ignore that also because it also talks about that in the big book is that, you know, we, you know, we take care of our, you know, our, our family needs. And so well, I get to do that also. That doesn't mean I get to overdo that because I'm an overdoer, but I get to do some, you know, and it's, it's always about, you know, it's, it's a balance and then I get to, you know, pray about it. And ask, okay, God, what do you want me to do? What do I need to do here? And I've had a very challenging past uh, almost well, that's past year. Both my husband and I have been sick, and and it's just been very, very challenging. So my husband has just really gone downhill and, uh, with a variety of things, and and so I, I end up doing a lot of service for my husband because that's what's there and that's who needs it. And I still do, you know. I still, of course, work with the uh, sponsees, you know, because you know that's you know. That's taking care of myself, and then I have to take care of myself also, because oh, and that's my time. So, uh, service is definitely life giving, and I need to do it, and it's a blessing for me and others too. Thank you for letting me share, and I pass. Thank you. Thanks, Teresa P. Okay, next up is Rick J. And then I'll excuse me. Can I? Can you tell me where you are? I'm sorry, that's, I haven't listened. Okay, sure, sure. It, we're on page 97, the first paragraph. Never Thank you so much. My, my pleasure. Um, so next up is Rick J. Hey, Rick. Good morning, Melissa. Thanks so much for your service. Uh, I'm Rick J. I'm a compulsive vote reader in Cary, North Carolina. And um, so good to be on the line and listening to all your voices. And um, I uh, have gone through, uh, you know, a a transition in my program recently where I, uh, you know, was was realizing that, um, you know, I've been deviating from my food plan and thank God I haven't been back in the sugar, but, you know, these past months, um, you know, a lot of, you know, I've been struggling and, uh, you know, with my health and, you know, and, and I was using some of that as sort of justifying, you know, not being as regularly honest as I need to be. And, you know, and it started to block me and I'm just so grateful uh, you know, this intensive work with others, this this working with others, you know, the people that have been there for me, um, you know, are still there for me. And I was sharing yesterday that I made the decision to reset my abstinent date um, because it's it's just not worth being blocked. And, um, you know, and thinking back too, is the same people that have been such a huge part of my life, you know, would be there at any time. And, you know, and it's just, for me, my higher power needs me, you know, in, in acceptance, honesty, humility, and love. And if I am not there, um, you know, then I am in some form of denial. And anyway, just want to say thank you to everyone. Um, I'm, I'm reemerging into the world of, uh, you know, of, uh, full health. My oncologist has cleared me, you know, of the tumors that, uh, that the chemo has, has been, uh, eliminating and, uh, you know, and I'm just very grateful to be living in freedom. Um, thanks to all of you. And anyway, just wanted to be honest and share that with my, my beautiful family here on the line. And with that, I pass. Oh, we're happy that you're here, Rick, and, and wishing you continued good health. Um, so we're on page 97, 
We read the first paragraph, never avoid these responsibilities. Through the paragraph ending, occasionally you will have to meet such conditions. Um, and we're focusing on that one paragraph only. So I'm ready to take another lineup of names. Who else Leia would I Chris G. Chris, I'm sorry, Chris, is it G or D? G, girl. G is in girl. Did I hear Rivka? Yeah, thanks. Hey, Rivka. Rivka. Jillian P. Um, Pamela P. Hold on one minute before before Pamela. Joanne, what was your initial of your last name? P. D. Yes, in Pennsylvania. Okay. And then Pamela. Yeah, Pamela P. from New York. I got you. Sure. So here's who I have so far. I think I missed someone. I have Leah S., Chris G., Rivka R., Joanne D., Pamela P. Anybody else? Leslie W. Leslie W. Hey, Leslie. Okay. Great. All right, so let's let's get started with that. We got Leah S. followed by Chris G. Good morning, Leah. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. My name is Leah S. Recovered gratefully and happily in upstate New York at the present time. Okay, so um, the reason I pre- I spend a great deal of time passing on what I learned to others is because it's a sense of duty. It is a pleasure and is also paying my debt to the man who passed the time to pass it on to me, who spent the time to pass it on to me. And number four, it's an insurance for myself against possibly slipping. And uh, on, on page 89, it says, Um, Practical experience shows that nothing will so much ensure immunity from drinking as intensive work with other alcoholics. It works when other activities fail. And on page 63, it says uh, in, in the third step prayer, take away my difficulties that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help of thy power, thy love, and thy way. Anyway, it's just like unbelievable. On page 76, it says, remove every single defect of character so that I can, that which stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. This is like unbelievable. These are, there are promises here as well. I just want to add that, um, I can only pass on what I what I have experienced um, myself, and um, I'm open and I'm honest, and because of that, I was referred to someone who speaks in a different language, and believe it or not, I am sponsoring two people in Budapest, Hungary, because I speak Hungarian. This is like incredible, and. Um, uh, and, and I'm a human being, and I'm also a compulsive overeater. But whenever I'm down, and someone, one of my sponsees call, or any of the outreach, it just gives me a picker-upper. 
So doing service is really ensuring my everything about this program and who I am. And with that, I will pass. Thank you. Thanks so much, Leah S. Um, next up is Chris G., and Chris will be followed by Rivka R. Good morning, Chris. Thank you. Thank you. I want to thank everybody that has shared, and uh, this reading is really uh, full of stuff. Uh, for me, uh, it makes me think of uh, how important it is for me to do my uh, step 11, for me to do my uh, my um, my meditation and and my quiet time, because I have to I have to consider if what I am doing is helping others or not, uh, and and sometimes I don't know, and uh, but but you know change is hard, and I have to be prayed up. I have to be prayed up, and I have to have my own house in an, in order. It may may not be the way it's interpreted, but when I say you can't give away what you haven't got. I can't give away calmness if I'm overly excited or overly worried. I can't give away what I haven't got. So if I am calm and serene, then I don't have to just be going from putting one fire out to another fire out. And so, you know, I have a, a neighbor that wanted me to feed her dog. She wants me to come over to her house and help her take care of her dog. Well, as long as I do that, she's not going to face the fact that if she can't take care of the animal, she needs to find it another home and things, you know, change. But uh, so, so it's very hard for me to say, uh, maybe you should find the dog another home or to just, you know, realize it, that change is hard. And, um, so, um, yeah, i got to be prayed up, and I have to be serene and calm and have serenity. And I only get that one day at a time in this 24 hours. It doesn't, it doesn't, you know, it's not one and done. It's over and over. And with that, I pass. Okay, thank you so much, Chris G. Next up is Rivka R., and Rivka will be followed by Joanne D. Good morning, Rivka. Good morning, Melissa. Thanks so much for your service. Um, Rivka R. gratefully recovered compulsive overeater in Baltimore. Um, so I just wanted to comment on um, helping others is the foundation stone of your recovery. You have to act the Good Samaritan every day. I was like, this is one of the a couple the sentences where I'm like, I'm like, yikes! Like, um, like for years I would read that and but I would look askance at it because like well that's not me like I can't do that I I don't like to be uncomfortable I'm glad I don't have to make numeral trips to police courts and sanitariums and hospitals and jails and asylums and and I'm glad that nobody's smashing my furniture and burning my mattresses and you know my my telephone may jangle at any time of the day but it, you know it I, I'm I'm glad it doesn't jangle during during the night <laughs> like um so I have to, what helps me is what, what began this whole, you know, um, what, when, he, when he says, be sure you are doing the right thing. Like that's where my, I have to focus, be sure I'm doing the right thing. Because I know for myself that, that, that God doesn't make it too hard, like he doesn't make it impossible. Um, 
but my self will will. It will make it impossible. And and my self will always like run me into a brick wall and exhaust me and you know, but when I'm doing the right thing and being present in the way God wants me to be present and remembering that I'm really here just to put other people's hands in their God's hands and that's my job. Like I'm not here to, you know, try to force them do them to or take care of them or 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 do something that's really God's business. My business is is you know my thought, speech, and action, and and I can once it's aligned with God's will, then the rest the rest comes pretty much pretty easily. I'm mean, thank God. Like it, I get to experience the the joy like of seeing other people's eyes open up and see their you know lives transform and help others and um and you know pass this on and i don't know sometimes i feel like well maybe i'm not doing right because i'm not involved in all the things that are are so terribly difficult to me when i look at it but um anyway i'm I'm grateful today to, to just know it's okay it's okay i'm you know as long as i'm connecting with my higher power and doing the next right thing that that's enough i'm enough it's enough and i can be present for god's um what god wants to channel through me today and and that's really a joy and a blessing so um anyway blessings to everybody for a wonderful day and i pass thanks oh thank you thanks so much rivka r okay next up is joanne d and joanne will be followed by pamela p good morning joanne Joanne, go ahead and press star one. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you, everyone. Uh, this is Joanne P. Grateful, recovering, Elizabeth Reader from Pennsylvania. Oh, my goodness, I love this paragraph. Um, helping others is the foundation stone of our recovery. You know, when I entered this program, I... Um, I started to read the big book, what the first word is we. <laughs> this is a we program. Uh, one of my first assignments was to make outreach calls, call three recovered people. I had to listen to visions, first of all, at those week, order recordings, and then make um, calls to recovered people and ask them what brought you to OA, what led you to your recovery. Um, and then report back to my sponsor what the answers were. And I remember one call, the woman said she had been in OA for 40 years, but she had been, the last 20 years, she really hadn't been active. And, you know, in the first 20 years, she she lost all her weight. She did the steps. She, you know, worked the program. And then she sort of dropped out. She said, I'm announcing myself now as a, newcomer because I want to be a better person. And I thought, what is she talking about? Be a better person. She lost all of her weight. You know, what more could you ask for? You know, this is me as a beginner. Well, wow. But I've learned, you know, in this free program from all of you. And I keep learning every day. That's like the beauty of our fellowship. Um, what do we learn to abandon ourselves to our higher power and to serve others? 
that's what it's all about. You know, thy will be done. Um, I think that's that's what our higher power's will is for us, is to serve our higher power and just serve others and know that um, we will be guided by our higher power to know how to serve others. I thought, grief, I don't know how to sponsor. And then I thought, well, no way, man, I'm just going to share my experience, strength, and hope. That's all I can do. And pray and um, just follow these steps and uh, continue to practice these principles in all our daily affairs. The principles we've learned in this program, honesty, wow. You know, I came in here so undisciplined. And now honesty is huge for me. And there's so much hope in following these steps and in working with others. And working with others helps me so much because it reminds me of where I've been and where I don't want to go back to being that way again. And, um, yeah, just just uh, loving one another and accepting people for who they are and surrendering, yeah, surrendering to our higher power so that we can be loving, forgiving, kind. With that, I pass. Thank you so much for allowing me to share. Thank you, Joanne. <clears throat> Next up is Pamela P., and Pamela will be followed by Leslie W. Good morning, Pamela. Um, hi, this is Pamela P. from New York. So, yeah, so recovery is every day beside, court to, beside my high power, which is Jesus Christ. So I just thank God for the fellowship. And... Um, I struggling. I did have day one yesterday. Now this morning for breakfast, I'm a little on the ease because it over one thing I usually didn't eat, although um it's not my food plan, but I didn't binge it. I just had a serving in it. But I don't know that recovery. I didn't want to say, oh, if I eat it has simple serving, then I could continue my day count. So I didn't think I could continue. I got to start over again. It just, I don't know why I I could have that ate the other thing, but I think I felt if I just had that little something they had that was safe, it wasn't enough portion, and I think I just was worried that I might be hungry before lunch. So that's why I did it. But the disease at it all a certain way. And I definitely need a fellowship in the program, like, daily. Um, it was two um, miracles happened early this morning. I look at my email. Something came up. I thank God for that. And then something something else that helped me financially um, that that it say it came, which I would be shocked. Um, it would be helpful. So I did thank God for all the blessing, known and unknown. I thank God for OA, vision for you, my amazing sponsor, my family. And, you know, I did try to stay honest because without being honest, you can't have, I can't get my recovery. So I really don't think 
that don't work good choice. I really didn't know why I choose to eat that. With I, I just don't know. The disease is like, oh, it gets frustrated sometimes. But anyway, I'm not going to be hard on myself. I just pray I don't eat no more until lunchtime when it's 12. So that's the goal, just to be mindful, don't eat in between, and make smart choices when they give me the food at the shelter. Um, you know, I just pray. I pray uh, when they financially they could get a little better eating while in the shelter so I could go to the restaurant while I don't order my safe food all the time for breakfast. It's a nice start the day. Eat the same thing every day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner or similarity. So that's all I want to say. I'm going to pass. Thank you. Let me share. Thank you. Thanks, Pamela P. Okay, next up is Leslie W. Good morning, Leslie. Good morning, Melissa. Thank you so much for your service this morning. Always a pleasure to hear you um, on the line. And I wanted to share about this sentence that helping others is the foundation stone of your recovery. Um, you know, when life gets hard, it seems as though the best thing to do is to reduce and retract the amount of responsibility that we have in regard to this program and in regards to our recovery. Um, I've had people in and out of program say to me over the last six months since I have been going through a very traumatic experience in my personal life, um, you know, why don't you just take a break from your program or your boxes or you know, maybe not go to so many meetings. That is a very dangerous, dangerous idea. Um, when I am struggling in life and life gets hard as it does for all of us, the answer is not to pull back. The answer is to push harder. For me, I have to work harder and it's very counterintuitive. But if I throw myself into working harder for others, with others, then I can stay in recovery. That is the foundation. Helping others is the foundation stone of my recovery and my life. And I didn't drop my sponsees. In fact, I added another one because I know how important it is. Um, and I was reminded of this by another fellow. I know how important it is to stay on this path. It is vital to my existence, even more so today than ever. Because without it, I can't stay abstinent. I can't stay sane. And I must stay abstinent and I must stay sane in order to deal with the difficulties of life. Because life's going to keep coming. It's not going to stop. It's not going to feel sorry for me just because I'm having a rough time, a rough go of it. So for today, I'm just going to, I'm just going to work. I'm just going to work hard and throw myself into helping others because I believe this to be true for my life. 
And with that, I pass. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks so much, Leslie. Absolute truth. Um, we have time for one more share. Someone else like to close us out? Hi, this is Janina M. This is Raquel from Israel. Okay, wait. I'm sorry. I got someone before you, Raquel. What was good, the name? Good. Go ahead. <laughs> what was the Go name? Ahead. Janina? Janina. Mm-hmm. Can you spell that? I'm sorry. D-I-N-I-N-A. One more time. Is it D or G? G as in giraffe. Okay. I- I-N-I-N-A. Great. Would you go ahead and take us out, Janina? Um, yes. Hi, Janina. I'm from Rockville, Maryland. And um, I am I'm going to share slightly off topic, and I hope that's okay, but I am really struggling. I am um, new, again, to the program. <clears throat> my sugar and my other sugar foods are out of control, and um, I want to get better, but... At the same time, I'm feeling very <clears throat> absent towards it, stubborn, whatever. So um, I just wanted to put that out there because people are talking about being of service, and I totally get that. Like, I, I love the idea of service, and I am of service to people outside the room, my mom and so forth. Um, so, yeah. So, um would be appreciated, and I'm not sure how to leave my number if I do it now, or I'm not really sure. Unfortunately, I can't hang around after the meeting. No, we'll give you an opportunity for your number afterwards. Okay. Okay. That's all I got. Thank you. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thanks so much for sharing with us, and, and welcome. And you will have an opportunity where newcomers are invited to um, leave their number. So um, we have about, we've got one minute. Is there anybody who could take us out in one minute or or we could wait until the next part of the meeting? I think I'm going to end it with that. So um, I want to thank everyone who shared at our meeting this morning. Um, please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. And the share ID for today, July 31st, is 20,489. That's 20489. And we will now close with the reading from the big book. We're on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. Will Susan S.H. please read a vision for you? Thank you, Melissa. This is Susan S.H. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Ohio. Um, our book is meant to be suggestive only. Realize we know only God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously, you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is a great fact for us. 
Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.